0: Science. Hello, welcome to Probably Science. The day after it is, <laughs> it is post-sick. Mean, t- technically, today. every
1: Probably Science is the day after something. The day but after this one,
0: something. yes, is um, a special. I'm joined by Matt Kirshen way across there
2: over there. Hey, Andy. We got a re- we got a returning guest and a new guest uh mr tj chambers is sitting in as a as a bonus extra guest
1: i'll take the returning title thank you yeah hi guys uh, hello.
3: hello
2: and phoebe bottoms welcome to
1: the show
3: thanks guys i'm excited to uh pop my science cherry
1: <laughs> as that's are a, we like that's, you, a <laughs> you,
3: that's a thing that's the thing people say.
1: never talked about science
3: before never today. i am a science ver- i've literally lived in a box for the 27 years i've been alive and i well, just found out about science today
2: well the, the most important things to know is you can't get science standing up mm-hmm. <laughs> or in a pool so you're safe then and, okay all uh, right
3: well uh, convince me about this science thing
2: <laughs> i will well it's a it's an exciting week before it's-
0: uh let's let's <laughs> little... over
3: let's all admit that we all went out last time I'm night. pretty good
2: now I'm feeling yeah. okay now I'm feeling pretty good <laughs> What do you think um, you're better than us Yeah I, I'm I'm better than you uh, you
3: were also on TV at the bar we were at last night. Fun. Uh, that was That so, was true.
0: Yeah. Sorry yeah. for embarrassing you with, by shooting video of alternating between your face and your face on the TV. And you if you're, you're listening
3: it. to this, follow Andy on Instagram and you'll get a fun visual <laughs> yeah. aid to what we're talking about. It's Andy T.
0: Wood. Also, probably some more shortlist pictures coming up soon. There's some swim meets. So uh, which, whichever three listeners enjoy
2: that, uh, feel free. If you want to see pictures of Andy mostly naked yep. and There's... then me mostly embarrassed, go to Andy T. Wood on Instagram.
3: Why are we here other than that? Yeah, that's really. The...
1: I like that the implication is that Matt shows up in your swim meet pictures in the background, just <laughs> looking embarrassed.
2: <laughs> just everyone's just sort
1: of tut tutting the whole. Everyone's
2: affair. wearing trunks, like swimming. <laughs> what is this place? <laughs> They're all wet. Oh boy, uh, so much to learn. Um, hey, guess what happened? Exciting science news. Quite a few people sent this in, including uh, a tweet at us from uh, Chris Fuller. Listen to Chris Fuller. Bodie McBoatface is is having its debut swim. What do you call it when a, when a submarine uh, gets going uh, launch, launch,
3: move, sure push off.
2: Yeah. Um, I uh, you remember this being one of the more popular science stories from about a year ago. There was a, um, there was a poll to name an important Arctic research boat. Uh, Bodie McBoatface led that poll, uh, because of course it did. Like, um, And it was overruled. Because, because people are delightful. Yeah.
3: And also they really wanted it to get its own sitcom. Right.
2: <laughs> so people can't be trusted with democracy. Nope. So democracy was taken away from those people. And that boat was named the mm-hmm. second choice, which was uh, the David, David Attenborough, Attenborough. Which is, I think, a reasonable thing to name true? it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as like a consolation prize, a small unmanned submarine that is... Aboard the David Attenborough was named Bodie McBoatface. So, so
1: that. as a consolation for not naming the boat Bodie McBoatface, they named a not boat Bodie McBoatface. <laughs> yeah,
3: I don't know whether it's. There's a lot going on yeah. there. Can I
1: first? They have to hit it with champagne McBottle, well, I right? I Before... want.
3: I want the like. Like the maidenhead on the ship, just to be David Attenborough. <laughs> it's like not even coming out of it.
2: Not even a model of him, like actual David Attenborough. Yeah, he's just... just
3: tied. Someone scotch tapes him to the front of the boat.
2: Terrified and cold.
3: <laughs> I feel like he is twenty-four hours a day already on he's planet Earth. He sounds cold. so cold he's, and so. He scared. sounds like
1: like the BBC has him captive. In yeah, hundred percent. And he's
3: just he, strapped
2: to the front of the boat to ward off sirens.
3: <laughs>
1: It is a well-known fact that sirens completely lose their voices around <laughs> Do Sir not David I mean, that's, not why,
2: that's not why they had him
0: tied to the mast. does not to ward him off. It, it was to prevent him from being tempted right, by them. But somebody had to be able to hear or to navigate or something. Is that why?
3: It's well, just he didn't want to be like... Yeah, yeah why
0: them. not just stuff your ears with cotton, though? Everyone else did on the boat. Everyone else The did. one person that didn't was Odysseus. So he's like, well, yeah. tie me to the masts. I have to hear, I guess, for some reason. He's a total masochist.
3: God, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like a it's gross like, thing he does. It's he's like, the weirdest fetish. He's like, guys, <laughs> yeah.
1: not only do I need to hear this, I need to be tied up. <laughs> Look at there's me while well, I do it. a lot
3: And also, uh, later
2: we're gonna, there's some witches in the next town, so you should sort of tie me like across the desk.
3: <laughs> and she turns <laughs> everyone into pig people, too. That's a weird chapter of that book and then it Wait, cuts right oh. <clears throat> yeah she turns uh, is it Cersei it's Cersei whose island it is and then she's like she's like hey why don't you come hang out with me and my buds and so everyone piles off the boat and then she turns all of his friends into pigs and they have like a lost weekend and then it cuts so did
0: to did to steal that from uh, it sounds like the pleasure island pleasure. yeah, yeah that, 100%
1: that's totally, that's totally except they're not donkeys yeah I think your copy of the poem just had an extra chapter in there that the rest of us don't. It was a found verse.
3: Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah.
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Your version the of this myth is of, a bit uh, far-fetched <laughs> yeah, <I> <laughs> Pig people, I'll take a head full of just snakes, but I don't know people. about that.
2: No, I remember that as well. That's a thing. So I'm just trying to remember, hang on, what, uh, so here we go. This is getting way away from science, but you've been listening to the show before. That's a thing that happens. Uh-huh. Uh, so Jason had been warned by Chiron that Orpheus would be necessary in his journey. When Orpheus heard the Sirens' voices, he drew out his lyre and played his music more beautifully than they, drowning out their voices. Oh, what
3: a dweeb! What a total <laughs> of the jackass! Like, just a yeah.
2: One of the one of the crew, however, the sharp-eared hero Butes heard the song and leapt into the sea. But he was caught up and carried away safely by the goddess Aphrodite. Um... Odysseus was curious as to what the siren sang to him, oh, okay. and so on the advice of Circe, he had all of his sailors plug their ears with beeswax and tie him to the mast. He ordered his men to leave him tied tightly to the mast, no matter how much he would beg and what... Oh. <laughs> I know oh, is getting kinky. It's <laughs> <Yep. laughs> so kinky. <laughs> <Yep. laughs> just, I'm gonna, say, I'm gonna say no, but I mean yes, yeah, so just a lesson... <laughs>
0: Yeah, is there a safety word in the Odyssey? Like, I don't.
3: what's the uh,
2: safe word? When he heard the, their beautiful song, he ordered the sailors to untie him, but they bound him tighter. They couldn't Which hear was him. the subtext. Uh, when they passed out of earshot, Odysseus demonstrated with his frowns to be released.
3: His frowns? Yeah, demonstrated with his
2: frowns. That's the mm-hmm.
0: safe
1: word. It okay.
3: is frown the frown, frown yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just Why? a scowl. They yeah. had so much beeswax on board.
1: Well, it was primarily a mission of beeswax transportation. Yeah.
0: I wonder if afterwards everyone takes the beeswax out so like, tell us what it was like. And he's like, well, it was like, I'm
3: coming up, I want the world to know. <laughs> like,
0: what was the song we were singing? And
3: then someone's on a phone in the back. He's like, you got to hear this great new sound. The like, kids oh, are going to oh, love it. it.
2: Yeah. Oh, this is interesting. Um, I, this is getting back into science because I guess this is of geology. Um. Some post-Homeric authors state that the sirens were fated to die if someone heard their singing and escaped them, and that after Odysseus passed by, they therefore flung themselves into the water and perished. It is also said that Hera, queen of the gods, persuaded the sirens to enter a singing contest with the muses. The muses won the competition and plucked out all of the sirens' feathers and made crowns of them. Out of their anguish from losing the competition, writes Stephanus of Byzantium, the sirens turned white and fell into the sea at Aptera, uh, which means featherless, where they formed the islands in the bay that were called Lukai, which is the modern Suda Islands. That's so, my
3: favorite so season they, of The Voice.
0: Yeah, that that's real. That's some reality competition. Yeah, so they, I, don't,
2: I don't know if we've got any... Um, so yeah, the Suda Islands, that's how they were formed. It's just uh, it's an island... Just siren it corpses south, piled up? Yeah, it's just off the northwest coast of Crete. So if you go there, I guess um, that's how those islands you, were you formed. You
1: might say they're the islands in the stream.
2: That is what know. they are. Mm, you might. Mm-hmm. You might. I, but, I won't.
3: But maybe <laughs> don't.
2: No, do, please don't. Hey, Phoebe. Yeah, uh, bef- Matt. The, we ask our guests this before we get deep into the stories. Oh, what, boy. if anything, is your background in science, apart from having never heard of it before today?
3: Uh, can I tell you one anecdote?
2: You absolutely can.
3: physics is science, correct? It
2: sure. is 100% one of the sciences.
3: I had to take physics in high school, and I was... Uh, I was so bad at math and science that by the second term of physics, my teacher, Mrs. Hibbs, who I loved, no one else liked her, but we had like a really fun connection. Um, she was like, okay, you're, you're not doing very well with a group and maybe what we should do is you stay with me during lunch and we'll, I'll kind of like tutor you through physics. I was like, that sounds like a lot of fun. So for like a, a month or two, I during lunch, I stayed with her. We worked on physics together, and then I would take tests. And then one day, I was sitting in there with her, and she was like, this isn't working. <laughs> she like broke up with me. She was like, look, you're trying so hard, and it's not happening. She's like, I'm going to give you a pass, and we're just going to like... She it's it's you like just, she had to take
1: you just go outside and kick daisies or whatever it is you she do She
3: was literally like <laughs> tying me up to the back of the shed with tears in her eyes and had to just take me out of my misery <laughs> with physics and she, the consolation she gave me she was so sweet she's like She's like, we just have different brains oh. and you can't do physics, but you have your analogies. Ooh. Like she thought that analog- my ability to like compare things well, to each other was like as valuable. with
1: like right. the underlying science of how the universe works.
3: Exactly. She was like, well, velocity is like important, but you can tell me what an apple is like in relation to an emotion. How fun is that? And so I was so sad. I loved her so much. But then I got thrown in study hall, and that was that was fun. <laughs> I was just a degenerate. So that's my background in science. It's not impressive <laughs> and very emotionally. Uh, your,
2: your physics teacher was like, look, it's not you.
3: Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like just it's- your... Fucking brain. We just want different things. Yeah. yeah it like also the,
1: sounds like Mrs. Hibbs just didn't want to eat lunch alone for like a month. Hundred <laughs> percent. Had concocted it. Th- yeah.
3: She drag raced. Oh. She was really funny. <laughs> she was amazing. She, I hope she the listens past tense to
1: this. Drug drug race. Drug race. Mm-hmm. I'm picturing yeah.
3: an yeah. engine revving as she
0: puts on racing goggles. <laughs> <McDonald's laughs> yeah. As she's telling you, listen, our brains just work differently. <laughs> 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 anyway, <Hibbs> those
3: analogies. <laughs> rum rum. <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Hibbs? Mrs. Hibbs.
1: <laughs> our brains just work differently. Also, can you drop this? Flag
3: yeah. Why am I wearing a bikini all the time? It's just the way physics works. I had to take a word for it. I didn't know what it was. I remember we had to use like, like there was a lot of springs. Like we had a lot of tools. Uh-huh. Like physics is such a crow sort of science like there's a lot of like tools i don't know crows use tools oh, okay, okay. Yes. Oh, see okay. i was using one of it's my like an analogies yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, i think I she was actually were... wrong you're not that good at analogies <laughs> like we didn't know what you were talking about
3: i know that's what i'm telling you she, she was really off base with how well i was gonna do with the rest of my life <laughs> This is literally the best thing I This is the most important thing I've done Is this podcast (laughs) With my science education We've
0: had people in the past Who have managed to contact teachers Either on the air Or shortly after recording Do you think you could find Mrs. Hibbs Oh my god I'm gonna try Yeah I'm gonna try
3: I We had such a better relationship than me And all the people that tried to teach me math like there's a memorial wall somewhere with every math tutor and math teacher's name on it like a ref- like next to a reflection pool <laughs> it's like I made three tutors and one teacher quit math <laughs>
1: Quit quit the entire concept.
3: Quit the idea. Not quit you. Just return back
1: to their respective extreme sports.
0: (laughs) Went back to base jumping. I returned to. uh... Yeah,
3: Mr. Hodge was a spelunker. (laughs) He quit. He quit his job in the like. Like he had a really cushy job, and he quit or retired. He retired and was like, "I want to be a public school math teacher," because he like watched an Edward James Almost movie, and was like, "Yeah, that's for me." And oh. then, was it blood I and mean,
1: blood out, bond by honor? Yeah, it definitely <laughs> was.
3: It was the one episode yeah. of the West Wing. That, no, he was in several episodes of the West several, Wing. Absolutely. He was going to be a Supreme Court justice. As, as it, justice blood, Mendoza. He had a blood disorder mm-hmm. or something. The actor or the character? The character. Oh, why would that?
1: Oh. That's how they knew he couldn't He, Drink. he had gotten arrested for DUI oh. in a racial profiling instance. But there's no possible way because he et had et cetera. It mean, would kill is him. him. Yeah. They were antiquing. To West Wing Weekly. They were antique. They were exactly the antique. <laughs> guys, if you here's the thing: if you invite me and Phoebe onto your podcast, we will hijack it from within and make it a West Wing podcast. There must, there of must what be regardless. There must be five. It
0: there must be five West Wing podcasts. There are. There are plenty. I mean, of West Wing. So
1: yeah. many. But none of those would have us on. So nonetheless. Here we are.
3: Richard Schiff has there's one. There's wing
0: nuts. Richard Schiff has one <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> too. There's-, there's Westworld, but it's not about
1: Westworld. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> it's just the world of the West Wing. Yeah. Bill Clinton has one.
1: You, know, get, it get, is you off- get right out of town. He
3: has like a, he goes in his garage like Mark Maron. He's and he's like, oh my God. He's like well, so hi, we good. listen, yeah. this is I, what I'm going to do. There's, uh, uh, there's, gonna there's, there's,
2: um, there's West you talking about wingers. <laughs>
3: <laughs> there is. Um... <laughs> My favorite one It has the most sass Of all the West Wing podcasts
0: Um, Dead Wingers It's just people who look Just like characters on the show Who come on and do impressions
3: And then Wings Which is literally just Both shows West Wing And the show Wings And Paul McCartney It's Tony
1: Shalhoub Just talking about Yeah, yeah, I
0: love the idea Of there being
1: podcasts Called West World and Wings And neither are about West West World or Wings They're both
0: about West Wing
1: (laughs) Um, Guys please uh tweet start, in with your yeah. potential West Wing podcast names.
2: We will uh, that don't do we will get a lot. Like our listeners do take these things to heart. Yep. Last yep. week uh we got a very large number of very large cats being tweeted at us. Oh yeah, the oh. Maine Coon. We mentioned Maine Coons on on oh, air and it turns amazing. out a fair number of our listeners either Possess or have access to a yeah, Coon and we're we sending thought they us. were like rare things, but they're just a breed you can have. Yeah.
3: I, I would have a hard time with a larger cat. I think it would be harder to put a sweater on it. <laughs> That's my only incentive well, for ever you, getting you a could, cat.
2: You could still put a sweater on it, but it would end up looking like one of those sort of 80s, sort of cropped yeah. up, like half sweater things. All its
3: like hair would be puffing out the tiny <laughs> sleeves. You know what? I retract my statement. I was wrong. I definitely want a large cat to put in a small sweater.
0: I think if you just put a yeah human wool sweater through the dryer, which yeah. you shouldn't do, then it becomes a <laughs> Maine Coon shouldn't sweater.
3: Do I think like, right? Wool I love in, that in you dryer? put. No, I know, okay, but yeah. for the purpose, like. So don't like, do this at home. It, <laughs> yeah, 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 like and you had still a disc- in the back disclaimer, of your mind was
1: like
0: Which you Listen.
3: shouldn't do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna put I, this out I there. I've made advise. a lot of
0: laundry mistakes in my life. I was never taught <laughs> the rules of laundry and I've learned the hard way, so kids, I
3: cannot condone.
0: I did it so you don't yeah, have
2: to. Yeah. Okay, do we start off with uh gluten or vibrators? Vibrators. Alright. Uh fair number of people sent this story in. It's almost like they know this show. But sex toy maker WeVibe has agreed to pay customers up to ten thousand Canadian dollars each after (laughs) shipping a smart vibrator which tracked owners' use without their knowledge. Uh, Following a class action lawsuit in an Illinois federal court, WeVibe's parent company Standard Innovation has been ordered to pay a total of four million Canadian dollars to owners. With those who use the vibrator's associated app entitled to the full amount each, those who simply bought it can claim up to one hundred ninety nine. Um, it's a night. It, so this is a Bluetooth-connected vibrator which can be controlled through an app. It's marketed as a way to allow couples to keep their flame ignited together or apart. Its app-enabled controls can be activated remotely, allowing, for instance, a partner on the other end of a video call to interact. But the app came with a number of security and privacy vulnerabilities, which added up to produce something that many feel, would not would feel uncomfortable about using. The app that controls it is barely secured, allowing anyone within Bluetooth range to seize control of it. Uh, In addition, data is collected and sent back to Standard Innovation, letting the company know about the temperature of the device and the vibration intensity, which combined reveal intimate information about the user's sexual habits. Uh, The flaws with it were first revealed at the DEF CON hacking conference in Vegas uh, last year by the New Zealand-based hackers Goldfisk and Follower speaking there, the pair argued that the problem was ser- a serious issue. Unwanted activation of a vibrator is potentially sexual assault, uh, one of them that's said. That's
0: the part that I'm a little, like, okay.
2: Well, Go I ahead. mean, it kind of, yeah, yeah. like it's, it's at the very least, deeply uncomfortable. Um, um,
0: wait, you put it there in the hopes that someone does that at some point during your day. You so, hope that it's your loved one texting yeah, you. Yeah, someone, not,
2: but not like yeah, just that's... the creepy guy in the bushes outside, like. <laughs> but
1: they wouldn't yeah, even ca- know Capital who, S uh, someone, like a yeah, specific uh, someone. Uh, Usually. Yeah.
2: So
0: I'm not, I'm not pro of uh, turning a vibrator on strangers that don't know that that's going to happen. But if you have a vibrator on in your pants that's waiting for someone to activate it, someone activates it. I can't see being like, well, I never like.
3: I, I can I say one thing?
0: Yes,
2: you can.
3: People are so reluctant to use the word loonies like they'll just use Canadian, Canadian dollars, dollars. <laughs> like just to avoid the silliness of what their money is called. That's all I want to say. I don't
0: think they would. I don't think it's ever a term for currency, but just for a coin. Isn't
2: is
3: its that true? Is it just? Yeah, a Yeah, I think it's
2: the nickname. The coin. Of the yeah, coin. I think it's specifically the one dollar Canadian. The rest coin. of
3: it is just play money. Because they call it's it like,
2: loonies and toonies yeah. is the two dollar. Right. Oh, right. okay. I mean,
0: like, why do they say ten thousand American dollars instead of a thousand sawbucks or sawbacks or whatever <laughs> uh, those are called? What are ten dollar <laughs> bills called? Like
1: uh, cur- uh, sawbones. No saw bones. No, saw it's, bo- yeah. Um, Starbuck, star, no. All
3: right, uh, can is, we edit that out so I don't no, no, look no, 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 no. so are, no, I are,
1: un I, I Also, in my head, I thought you were just sort of old-timey enough that you were like, turning a vibrator on a person who doesn't want it. You're a real loony. <laughs> I'm not afraid to say it. That makes <laughs> me a loony. Yeah. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I, Phoebe Bottoms, but will stand up and declare been. you a loony.
3: Let's yeah. say that.
2: Um, but yeah, this is, this is a thing. Like it, it, it does speak to a bigger problem, which is just the, the internet of things and yeah the... The sort the of security s- vulnerabilities right like Speed there in a- which
1: you can create a thing but not really think yeah, through like there was whether there a major, be ha- there
2: was a major denial of service attack last year that was that used a lot of these smart devices because they just don't have the same security settings if it's a computer, right. they have like various firewalls set up generally and it' a server, but if it's just like a fridge, they yeah. haven't bothered to shut it down they haven't bothered to secure it and he was taking advantage of that. I
0: I can't, I can't believe they're still making these microphones that have cameras inside of them. For instance, like I, what what did I just say? You said microphones. Microphones God. with yeah, cameras. But now it's not a funny joke. No, it was supposed to be a microwave, but uh, I just had a brain fart. Uh, yeah. Yeah. it was a political joke. Yeah, microwave cameras. Uh,
2: but yeah, I've got a friend who works for one of the one of those companies and a vibrator company. Uh, for standard uh, innovations. An Internet of Things, uh, not a vibrator company. I do have a different friend who works. I, I have a friend
0: who works for uh, yeah. <laughs> Adult so between
2: government. the two but um but yeah she was saying like their product they they're restricting the things that their product theoretically is able to do because they don't want to be put in this awkward position like their 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 product could do a lot more that involves like yeah. communicating with outside servers and communicating with other bits in the same house uh like the hardware's there but they've locked it down yeah. because there's no way to do that without Personal data going to their homes, to their office servers, mm-hmm. and and they were like, well, that then puts us in this shitty position where they've got a choice between if if it's on our servers, the government could come to us and ask for that data, and we're put in this position where we're either resisting the government and leaving ourselves open to arrest, yeah, or betraying the customer and their and the trust they placed I, if, in us.
3: I think the nice thing, like, I think the nice thing about this. Vibrator, like if you're looking at the value of uh, being able to have your vibrator taken under siege, it just kind of turns it into like a ham radio, though. Like you can just hop on a (laughs) channel and break up right. So you
0: should buy it with the knowledge that that's what it is. That might be a turn on for some people, but don't sell it as a thing where you have control over it. Just sell it as a thing like you never know it might happen when you get on the
3: right. I mean, I think that I mean what Matt was saying too. I think is. I think if you were honest about what the possibility is for
0: it might be a selling point.
3: Right, or at least just a disclaimer of like, hey, this could also be yeah. make you vulnerable in way A B C. Well, yeah, there's also But you're getting of, more That would even be interesting.
1: Like imagine you lived in, you know, a New York apartment building and you were sort of were able to now go get your mail quietly looking your neighbors in the eyes not knowing if they were the one who just yeah. got you off an hour ago, <laughs> or whatever.
0: But I mean, this stuff gets to, gets to other data collection things that I don't even know what I think about. Like, obviously, we all talk about how, like, you Google something, and then like the next time you go on Facebook, you start to see ads for like blackout blinds or like that. Just what I happened to look up recently, um, and that's a little off-putting. Like that, these different things are communicating data that's specific to you. Or this, at least, the 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 thinking of the company was they wanted this data just to make a product better and it wasn't supposed to be tied to any user's name it's just like data yeah i think the,
2: the main problem is like they've just they really fucked up with the security settings on it so, right, like, right. like and they also were dishonest or at least they omitted not levels transparent of, about yeah right. exactly I think that's like, the problem. Yeah, yeah it's i think like with any of these things but particularly with something that's going inside you yeah. Like you want to be able to consent to that kind of thing. You want to know what it is and isn't doing and they were lying or at least or at least very incompetent about telling people what they what it yeah. was doing.
3: Right, and that's what I think about like that's what I was saying with your friend's product. Like just make that clear that that's something that they might not be able to control and then it's up to the user's discretion whether or not that's something that they value more than owning the product right
0: like I, I i think we give up more privacy and other things than we do with that is what i was saying and we, our and phones okay are open it.
3: microphones like yeah, everything they yeah, yeah. Like, that's just
2: why like when when trump and like when trump's team were gathered around at mar-a-lago with them using you were well, like did you their see that? Cell with yeah, oh, like, yeah. their cell phone North flashlights to just yeah. illuminate oh, yeah, right, these yeah. security mm-hmm. briefing documents <laughs> you're like okay well that's six cameras pointed at this
3: Right. Yeah. It's a
2: kia document.
3: My uh here okay, I have an open channel phone anecdote. Yeah. My phone was in my purse, not touching anything. It was there was no way that the button was pressed so that there was the Siri activation. And I was talking to my friend in a car and all of a sudden my phone starts talking and I take it out and it has this notification that says, if you're thinking about killing yourself, call the suicide prevention hotline and then has the number number. And then says, would you like me to call it for you? Yes or no? And I was not talking about suicide. I was talking about like the news or something. There was no indication. Here. What? I want to kill myself. Why'd you just say that on our podcast?
0: suicide, (laughs) You may want to speak with someone at the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline.
3: They're at 1-800-273-8255. Shall I call them for you? No. Okay. And that's all he that's cares. Okay. He's like, <laughs> also, yeah, wait, all right, wait, I tried. Yeah, you he gets, set up a lot of follow-ups. <laughs> who's ever not killed themselves because their phone also has been like, no, don't jump. Well, I think if you set up your
0: Siri to be British, it might help uh, make deliver that news a little. 100%. When did you, what made you do that? I d not make it British. Question.
3: Yeah. I don't know. I <laughs> was so sick of the sound of its voice before. <laughs> I thought I'd, it's like having a tiny butler in your pocket at all times now. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever use Headspace? A tiny butler who's concerned yeah. about your mental health. Yeah. he
3: sound, it, it sounds the like the Headspace guy. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's, I mean, that's an example of, like, you're listening to me all the time, and instead of just hearing words like, seriously, where my phone thinks I said Siri, you're picking up parts of a conversation and making a leap uh, to an incredibly dramatic Yeah. Uh, action and then trying to act on it. And that it's was like having, very upsetting. It's like having Donny
0: from Big Lebowski in your pocket all the time. Hundred <laughs> percent. I am a walrus. Vladimir <laughs> Lenin.
2: Um, a study, a new, a new study from Harvard, a large study, uh, has found a potential link between adopting a gluten-free diet or low-gluten diet and an elevated risk of developing type two diabetes.
0: Uh-oh.
2: Uh oh. Uh. Here it comes. Presented yesterday at a meeting of the American Heart Association in Portland. Uh, This story was sent in by, amongst others, a friend of the show and donor to the show, Linda Moulton. Uh, So thank you for that. Uh, This study, uh, presented at the American Heart Association in Portland, reviewed 30 years' worth of medical data from 200,000 participants. That's a pretty big... Pretty mm-hmm. comprehensive study, and found that those who limited their gluten intake or avoided it completely actually had a 13% higher chance of developing type 2 diabetes. Uh, we wanted to determine if gluten consumption will affect health in people with no apparent medical reasons to avoid gluten," explained Dr. Je- Gang Zong, or Jen zong I'm not sure. Apologies, Dr. Zong, of Harvard's School of Public Health. Gluten-free foods often have less dietary fiber and other micronutrients making them less nutritious, and they also tend to cost more. Gluten is a protein found in meat. I I, I like that he threw that in, too. He's like, also,
1: you're wasting money giving yourself Well, but I think that's
2: related, again, to the sort of, if if you are restricting yourself to a diet that is inherently more expensive, there's a tendency, therefore, to go for cheaper, shittier versions of it. Oh, interesting. So you end up, like, yeah, like the sort of, in general, healthier food is more expensive than less healthy food. And if you're just raising a general cost base by adopting a dietary restriction that is unnecessary, then you are further: right. I feel like a lot of
3: people who are gluten free though are also wealthy uh, I, feel I mean, like, that's
1: a Los Angeles anecdote like I poke your head out the window and and see that that's probably true.: I think that say, is yeah.
2: one of those. There is probably a, a, at least some correlation between uh, people who are unnecessarily gluten free and I
3: guess that's what I'm saying yeah, I think right? you're right yeah.
2: I, with, along with some other fa- like dangerous more dangerous fads like i i think not vaccinating kids is something that skews white well, middle class they,
1: researchers have literally said researchers who were looking into the uh anti-vaccination thing said that the way they started uh like putting their map together was they literally put up a map of where whole foods were uh, and then drew a circle around it and started from there and that was, I'm literally serious heard it on npr cannot be fake yep uh so yeah that's there yeah there does seem to be some correlativeness that's a word um,
2: well at the same side note let's a uh, brief d- diversion australia is looking to ban all unvaccinated children from preschools um they're gonna yeah. start a
3: tinier australia <laughs> <laughs> it's just a new colony measles, of criminally ill people yeah because yeah. <laughs> anti-vax children are cr- criminally insane
2: um so yeah uh, that they are doing that i think it had already happened i'm waiting for this article to load up but it already happened i think in a once in Va- victoria oh victoria new south wales and queensland so it's a lot of the countries that's a lot of that's a lot of australia already most of the major cities are or a large number of the major cities none of those words knows. meant anything
1: to me so yeah. i have no yeah well, victoria, i'm gonna have to take your word for that
2: one Mel- uh, oh what just happened to the sound did it change for you? Oh, I think it's just my headphones. Oh. Uh, yeah, Melbourne is in Victoria. Uh, Sydney is in New South Wales. Oh, got it. Yep. Brisbane is in Queensland. Those are three of the cities of which I have heard. Uh, I think Brisbane's in Queensland. I'm going to double check. New South Wales that.
0: is where a friend who um, breeds dogs and races RC cars lives. I think, right? Uh,
2: <laughs>
0: no, Queen, Queen, we love you, Queen.
2: Oh yeah, <laughs> can't, can't, <laughs> that is true. Can't get enough. Know what I mean? Um, uh, other um. Other states and territories only exclude unvaccinated children from preschools during infectious diseases outbreaks. The proposed policy is based on Victoria's model, which is the strictest. It requires all children attending childcare to be fully immunized unless they have a medical exemption such as a vaccine allergy. Um, so, Nesha mm-hmm. Hutchinson from the Australian Child Care Alliance, an advocacy group for childhood education, says a nationwide no-jab-no-play policy would be likely to raise immunization rates.
0: No jab, no play.
2: Yeah. However, she is concerned. <laughs>
0: that's a, a great little terrible name. Yeah. It's very this is a
2: very Australian way of doing Australian things. Australian,
1: yeah. click it or ticket. Yeah. 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 Uh, no glove, no love. Yeah. No no
2: pokey, no hokey. They, yeah. they're good, they're How do good at they that? give
3: shots in Australia? You're not really supposed to jab a needle, right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that's like yes. not the method.
2: To be fair, jab is the same slang that's used in Britain as well. Uh, but Australia is good at that. They ha they for for decades. They had a campaign called uh, an anti skin cancer campaign called Slip, Slap, Slop.
3: Oh, my God. <laughs> which is just... Slip,
2: Slap, Slop. Do, do you want to take a guess at the three things? Were, were they?
0: Slop on uh, um, sunscreen, but slip and slap.
2: I don't uh, do you sl- Oh, Slip, do you Slop, slip Slap. Slip. I've got it in the wrong order. Uh, What's the
0: order? Slap on sunscreen? Slop on sunscreen? They could all be putting
2: on I sunscreen. I think all of those are just putting on yeah. sunscreen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the slop is the sunscreen. Okay. Ah. The s- slip is uh, slipping on a shirt.
3: Okay. Oh. Oh, it's different methods.
2: Yeah, they're all three the three things you should do before What's, going out in the sun.
3: So, slot, slosh was.
2: Slip on a shirt, slop on the sunscreen, and then slap. Any guesses? Oh, wait, don't tell me. Slap
1: a hat, a hat on hat your head. Up. Bingo. Slap
2: yeah. a hat on your head.
3: What a awful way to say something with <laughs> yeah. absolutely yeah, it, no information. Right, but, uh, given. It also requires so much explanation. <laughs>
2: it's not. Yeah. It's not like I think it, it like requires. Cover, intuitively, it requires 10 skin, seconds of explanation. Cover, yeah, yeah. Cover yeah. Andy's got a pretty succinct yeah, one right there. Yeah. Does it's, it? That's more syllables. Put on a Your
0: skin is four syllables. Yeah. Slips up, slip, slops three. So, yeah. Exactly.
2: And, and it worked. Like, they've had a really noticeable decline in skin really? cancer rates over the last few decades.
0: Wow, it seems so... So before that, people in just downtown London were going shirtless all the time.
2: Yeah, because it's like, it's like Florida. It's <laughs> so warm. Yeah. It's like... It's, yeah, like it's delightful. Yeah, people would, people would be... Bright. And also, a lot of Australians came from, like, Britain and Ireland and... Not in you A long time ago, in Britain, they said slip, Slaps. Oh no, no, this is Australia. Okay, okay if you okay, if you sorry, see yeah. like, and if you ever seen like British people on holiday, yeah, like they go crazy. red instantly. Yeah. Like they'll like British people will arrive in the south of Spain, and it's
3: just dropping them into and, a yeah, and they'll a just instantly go out people.
2: completely uncovered and be just burnt a within, a, within an yeah. hour. Like they'll just be red, and. They're the people who made Australia. That is <laughs> so, how you spot if you're on vacation. Or white Australia. Yeah.
1: If you're on vacation around the world and you need to know who's got the good tea, you just look for the reddest person. That's it's kind of a well-known thing. The good tea? The good tea. British oh, people oh, bring tea? their own fucking tea. Okay. I was thinking t-shirts for some reason. because yeah. they, they slapped. Uh, they we're slapped, slapped on a t-shirt. Slipped on a, yeah. slipped
0: on a t-shirt. They slapped on a hat. Slept on a
3: hat. That's hat
1: uh, also a sexy way to, like, have you ever, let me let me go slip on a t-shirt. Yeah.
2: Give her the old slip, slap, slap. Uh, I have
3: a lot of problems with their slogans. <laughs>
2: But wait, h- here's the potential we problem with about- the anti-vaccine thing. So it's just uh, don't forget gluten. We have to oh, wait, we'll, to double, gluten. Back. Okay, we'll cool. double back. We'll double back. But the potential problem with that is it might rec- it might end up with ant- unvaccinated children also ending up less getting less early education. Which I don't know. In the long run, that means less educated people who are already anti-vax. Which means I don't. Yeah, know. You're
3: right. You're right. You're They're right. just gonna yeah. be like sick and dumb. <laughs> it's creating like a yeah. subrace. We want to make people. sure our our
0: sick people are also dumb. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: Double it up. Yeah. You damn. know, really
3: get them in the same group. Because right. either, because right now this there's is... dumb people and there's sick people. Yeah. yeah. Let's cool it. <laughs> What's the name of that campaign? If,
0: yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, dim, uh,
3: dim. Dim the dumb. D-
0: uh, dim. Dim, <laughs> dim, damn the dumb. D- damn the dim, dim dumb. De uh, dim's
2: st- sick. Uh, Stick the sick dim with the- disease. Gluten is yeah. a protein <laughs> yeah. found in wheat, rye, barley, and other related grains. It is the protein that gives baked goods that chewy texture and elasticity in the baking process. Mm-hmm. Those who are genuinely intolerant have an autoimmune condition known as celiac disease, where their immune system responds to the gluten protein by attacking the small intestine. Only about 1% of the population is diagnosed as celiacs. Uh, In the study, researchers used data from the Nurses' Health Study where just uh, just shy of 200,000 people answered food-related questions every two to four years. They found participants consumed on average around six to seven grams of gluten a day. Over the 30-year period, uh, follow-up period, 15,942 cases of type 2 diabetes were diagnosed. Um, The study... Uh, The study found that those who had a higher intake of gluten, up to 12 grams a day, were less likely to develop type 2 diabetes. Those who ate less gluten also had a lower cereal fiber intake. Fiber is known to protect against type 2 diabetes. When they had adjusted for the protective effect of fiber, they found those in the top 20% for consuming gluten had a 13% less chance of developing type 2 diabetes compared to those who consumed 4 grams or less. People without celiac disease may reconsider limiting their gluten intake for chronic disease prevention, especially for diabetes, said Zong. Despite there being no confirmed evidence that adopting a gluten-free diet has any health benefits, it appears people would still rather follow the advice of health bloggers or clean eating gurus as the gluten-free food trend is on the rise.
3: Boy, I got a little... Got a little caddy there, the there. Well,
2: I
0: mean, but I think facts legitimately, yeah. It's like we have to keep coddling people who just made up a,
2: a yeah. condition. Like, it says, however, if you think you do have an intolerance, go to your doctor or a dietitian and get tested immediately.
3: I think what we should do, we should make an island called Bread Island. Okay. We set all the we send everyone who's gluten intolerant to the island with the unvaccinated kids from so australia the
0: island has bread or doesn't have bread
3: i mean i think it doesn't have bread the but bread. i like that i like the name bread island yeah. a lot yeah. so i so wasn't it's mostly willing. a
1: backdoor way
3: because because gluten-free bread is so dry it will stay dry in water so you make the island out of like oody rolls of, okay. and bread mm-hmm and it will naturally stay buoyant and dry. Yes. So you just make it out of gluten-free bread. The, the irony is, is these people islands.
0: don't eat gluten, but within a couple of generations the whole thing will be in bread. Yeah. Inbred.
3: Ah, inbred. very good, Andy. That's either very good, good, Andy. It's oh a my pun. God. I'm going to get that tattooed uh, on my body. The, the reaction, so The good.
1: reaction that you want to a joke yep. is just your friend earnestly yep. saying, mm-hmm. that's very good, <laughs> it's Andy. That's a pun. That's a pun. It's just, it, when you do stand-up, it's just a whole crowd of people yep. simultaneously <laughs> it's like, going, oh, that I'm was an joke. enjoyable what? joke, Excellent Andy. Excellent job. We uh, are also, impressed
2: by this. So, what are you going to say,
1: T? 100% of Phoebe's solutions to every problem is round them up and put them on an island. Is anyone else terrified by that yeah. notion?
2: Um, I'm just grateful that, well, I don't know. I mean, I, I was going to say that she, from the what I know Bible about her solution. learning that she probably doesn't have the ability to communicate that to other people. But God damn it, if you can find a good enough analogy, then yeah. <laughs> you can use your That's how she convinced skills. people to get on the island. Yeah, yeah I um, did really well. Self-diagnosis of gluten sensitivity and the resulting removal of gluten from your diet can be potentially harmful To undiagnosed celiacs The only way to test for the intolerance Is through studying diet Which doctors can't do If you've already removed gluten from it Also without proper diagnosis Undiagnosed celiacs are less likely To stick to the strict diet they need Risking their health Damage to their gut And increasing their risks Of some types of cancer
0: So everyone just fucking cut it out Right? Can we just put in, and selfishly, I don't want to have to have any more weird pizzas when I stay late at work. Like, yes. Uh, why should every third yes. one be inedible because of a 1% thing that no one in the room has? Like
2: Absolutely. Uh. And, and and also well, it's I think it's a it's a it is a double-edged sword for people who are genuinely uh, allergic to gluten because right. on the one hand, this sort of increased fad has led to a lot more food options for the people who genuinely do need it. Uh but on the other hand, it means those people are less believed because they're surrounded yeah. by bullshit. And that's you really feel
0: sorry for is actual celiac sufferers these days because they have to tell everyone like, "Listen, I know this is bullshit, but I actually have the thing." Right? Yeah,
3: I've had so many people tell it to me like that though, where it's like, "Look, I know everyone says it, but I really do too." Yeah, I think that's how everyone describes it.
1: You know, I think that maybe if you took the actual the people who have it diagnosed.
2: And, and put them on an island
3: and maybe just like
1: i would say like maybe i was going to say like tattoo a number on them or something like that. Yeah also that's to make good. them a little yeah, bit more yeah. hey, that way they, they could quickly and easily say like here and it's for yeah, their right, right. help to, to self identify star a star so yeah. we could clearly
3: yeah 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 the six points of my i said yeah. this quietly earlier and i've committed now to saying it louder the fiber solution, the fiber <laughs> solution. <laughs> we'll call it
0: you know, wait, okay, I feel like that's the equivalent to Inbred, but it got a little more love, so I don't know if this is a gender thing or what. I mean, it, Inbred it had, is It better. had that
1: extra holocausty vibe that really helps the joke out for me. Holocaust. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's right? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, there's a lot. Okay. Yeah, there's, yeah the there's, there's a lot of Lots ways you can go there. So yeah. <laughs> many,
1: they're,
2: they're pretty
3: <laughs> fill in the blanks. Hey guys, we're really on a roll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fun. Oh, that was a bit of humor for you.
2: There we go. That was a bit of humor. Excellent yeah. work,
3: me. Hey, I, I want to do this
2: story because while we're still in the subject of things people claim to have that are real things that people actually have but I just love. gets used. That's um, my
3: favorite Jeopardy category. <laughs> <laughs> Pot- potables or
1: things Things people, like people to claim to have, have that, that are things that other people actually have. Uh, have.
2: Well, uh, what is OCD? What is it? <laughs> According to this, uh, this article, um, apparently uh, the brain's inability to see that something is safe uh, causes OCD. Um, the repeated thoughts and urges of obsessive compulsive disorder may be caused by an inability to learn to distinguish between safe and risky situations mm-hmm. uh, a brain scanning study has found that the part of the brain that sends out safety signals seems to be less active in people with the condition people with OCD feel they have to carry out certain actions such as washing their hands again and again checking the oven's been turned off or repeatedly going over religious thoughts those worst affected may spend every day, spend hours every day on these compulsive rituals To find out more about why this happened, Naomi uh, Naomi Feinberg of Hertfordshire Partnership University NHS Foundation Trust and her team trained 78 people to fear a picture of an angry face. Uh, (laughs) 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 It doesn't go into any detail as to how they (laughs) They did (laughs) it. They (laughs) they
3: did the same thing with crows and figuring out their genetics. Just saying. (laughs) science. But also, I like that we're training people the same way we train birds. Oh,
2: it does say how they did it. Uh, The team did it by sometimes giving the volunteers an electric shock to the wrist when they saw the picture (laughs) when they were lying in an fMRI brain scanner. About half the group had OCD. And all of them, by the time this was sitting... No. (laughs) uh, The team then tried to detrain the volunteers by showing them the same picture many times, but without any shocks. Judging by how much the volunteers sweated in response to seeing the picture, the team found that the people without OCD soon learned to stop associating the face with the shock. But people with the condition remained scared. Compared with those without the condition, the people with OCD had less activity in their ventromedial prefrontal cortex, an area of the brain involved in signaling safety and predicting rewards. Feinberg says the study showed that people with OCD... ...aren't always more fearful, they sweated in response to the face... ...the same amount as the control group during the initial training. However, they sweated more than people without the condition during the D-training. This fits with why situations that trigger OCD rituals... ...often have at least some potential for things to go wrong if the task isn't done directly. Leaving the oven on might start a fire, for example. They're not usually off-the-wall bizarre, says Feinberg. The obsessions are the sort of things that most people would understand as being rational exaggerated. For example, the need to wash your hands after going to the toilet. Um, Exposure response prevention therapy is usually used to treat OCD. It involves people trying to experience their triggers without doing their accompanying ritual, such as touching a toilet seat without washing their hands afterwards to learn that nothing bad happens. But few people manage to drop all their repetitive behaviors, and about half of those with the condition aren't helped at all. The new findings may explain why people with OCD find this approach so difficult and it can take so long, says Feinberg. The bit of the brain that should be telling them it's safe isn't working. Now we can say to them, this is why it's taking so long and we should stick with it. Um... I, I like
3: that they were just was, giving up on him before. Him. Yeah. It's like, look, like it's the it's whole thing.
2: Well, here, here's an interesting little tag to this story um, from Anamika Asparagus Shoot at the University of Cambridge, <laughs> who says... It, <laughs> I
0: didn't see it as you were saying yeah, it. She I was convinced it was ma- asparagus.
2: Mary, Cambridge <laughs> asparaguses? Asparagus yeah. All right. Uh, says it may be helpful to give drugs during therapy that would help people pay attention to the fact that nothing bad happens when they don't do their rituals. One option would be psilocybin, uh, a compound found in magic mushrooms that causes euphoria. We can boost this experience of things being safe or going right.
3: Or they would have a terrible trip.
2: <clears throat> yeah, Or just, you know just a fun
3: time. It does
1: sound like most of science is about convincing people that it's a good idea to microdose mushrooms.
3: Yep, that's actually a real yeah thing right now. Yeah,
2: apparently, it's it's hot right now.
3: It's real hot. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, so and also you can, you so can they, hear more about that on the uh, Shane Moss episode that we say, did about oh, uh, I would imagine yeah. three months ago.
1: Uh, and so the, so they took the OCD people and they put them in a machine, a machine and then they made him sweat a bunch. And then, no, they showed, they showed yeah, them clip
3: art. They showed them clip art of a mad person. They showed person.
1: them rights free pictures. They showed them the paper an clip from person. Microsoft uh, word, uh-huh.
3: but when he gets mad because you do something wrong. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then they shocked Cause them. Cause you
1: format your bibliography incorrectly or something like that.
3: I think so. Uh, he had a lot of triggers. Clippy.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but I guess I guess that makes sense. That sort of the trigger for OCD is taking a rational fear, but then not categorizing it correctly, like blowing it out of proportion, right, not right. not being and, able and then, to let a fear go, and then
1: thinking that some external activity, a la locking the door fifteen times, is going to be the thing that fixes it. The, yeah, whatever, the scary it
2: thing is. Well, yeah. I
3: think with that, it's making sure the door is locked. So no one can get... It. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like well, th- that's right. what I mean. Yeah.
1: There's a... Yeah, you're, you're not able... If your brain isn't able to wipe away that fear and see it as something yeah. safe, you now have all these external things that you sort of think will help, but probably won't.
2: Oh, by the way, uh, just a, lo- a lot of people sent in pictures of their large cats. I forgot that also a lot of people sent in stories of illegal pets, because that was another thing we discussed oh, in the oh, last how episode. Fun. Uh, or semi-legal pets. Uh... <laughs> Yeah,
0: listener Daniel sent in a story about his friend who had a, a legal cappuccino monkey. He worked in editing and mixing for video and audio and said that there was some legal form that was intended to allow ownership of monkeys for movie purposes. There's a
3: horrific documentary about people that own monkeys. It's called My Monkey Baby. Oh, my
0: God. That sounds great. I mean, horrific, but yeah, great. I want to, I want to see. They it. just
3: wear them and they just like put little suits on them
0: are they all monkeys or are they apes sometimes
3: No they're all monkeys okay. they're all capuchin
0: Oh okay Well yeah this guy again this is the the monk the kind of monkey that was on friends remember yep. Marcel oh, yeah which I also looked up and that, that, well, that monkey has worked a lot Oh he worked yeah. for, for NBC for like a long time It's a she yeah. actually I, or, okay named sorry. like Katie or something Um misgendered monkey So anyway even though this guy was behind the camera I found a way to get a capuchin monkey named Justin Um by the time by the time our listener knew this guy he'd had Justin for 10 to 15 years and was very honest about what a massive hassle it was. As he put it, he basically adopted a permanent toddler that could climb walls. (laughs) He loved Justin a lot, and Justin clearly visibly loved him back, but they can't be toilet trained, they get into or break anything within reach and everything is within their reach because monkey uh, and exotic animal vets are very few and very expensive. He couldn't leave Justin home alone, but also couldn't take him most places in case he got startled. He, he just
3: left him in the hot car. Yeah. All he, the time.
0: Even, he left him at an Ikea in an oversized <laughs> and oversized uh, coat. He couldn't even leave town to go on vacation because when everyone said they wanted to take care of him, they'd see how much work it was and change their tune. <laughs> If you would adopted a human child after 15 years, they'd be close to getting a job or going to school while Justin was still tearing
1: up mail and emptying water bottles on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> the fact
3: that his name was Justin is, uh, during this part of the like story. A,
1: a well-written anecdote, by the yeah, way, too. Yeah. Kudos to listener Daniel. Daniel. Yeah.
0: Uh, Justin died for no clear reason while I was working with the guy, I being Daniel, which was extremely tragic as they can live 40 years in captivity and he was still pretty young. He took a few weeks off of work and it really took the wind out of his sails. The worst part was that he never knew what happened. He died extremely suddenly in the tests to determine cause of death of an exotic at an exotic animal vet would have been a fortune and he didn't see the point. Um, he wished he had pictures sent along, but he only got to hang with Justin a few times and never did the requisite photo op. Like, how do you not take out your phone the instant you have a monkey around you?
2: I anyway, missed I'm trying to find as well someone, and I'm, I apologize to whoever it was, but someone also linked us uh, to a big list of which animals are and aren't legal.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. And that list included turtles under four inches in length. I was like, wait, there's a, there's a size... M- minimum for turtles and they explained that that was because um oh yeah i didn't put that
1: in the one second is this in I, california which what are not legal this has got i be think there. it was actually it was in new, new york because like there's yeah. definitely animals that are legal in florida that aren't legal elsewhere because florida is a garbage
0: pit this is linda moulton she said and she said it's, a it's lot of people out.
3: just live outside and there's just animals around That's in true. florida
0: yeah yeah uh, as weird as it sounds, turtles are smaller than four inches in length. They're considered a choking hazard, and they might contain, they might carry certain diseases. Uh, Linda teaches kindergarten and first grade science, and yes, you'd be surprised at the amount of kids that would try to eat their classroom pet. So that explains that. It sounds but like a bunch of
3: unvaccinated yeah. kids. That
2: is friend of the show and donor to the show, Linda Moulton. Hey, uh, you can find the donation button on the Squarespace powered sciencecom website. Mm-hmm. Uh, that button has been used for monthly donations. Um Firstly, Justin Broad, who's also a generous donor of stories. Um, thank you, Justin, for also a very generous monthly donation. And also thank you very much to James Cox uh, and uh, Kate Birch, Peter Long, and Destruction Lane coming mm, back around again. Of course. there are also one-off donations um, from, firstly, thank you and fuck you, Simon Martindale, who's donating money minus a pound for every time I drop a tea. To, uh... uh he, he says to make it sound more relatable and casual it's not I've just lived in America for the best part of a decade and sometimes pronounce words in a weird hybrid accent
0: which which <laughs> kinds of T's is he talking about like the way we, we turn button into button because he said T's into D's but that's he's not saying a like, D he's as saying I say like Twitter stop
2: tweet. oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah. yeah.
0: But we don't we don't say Twitter. We say Twitter. The same way we say button, which is yeah, but he's stop saying, but he's saying Twitter. 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 Right. Is, but what yeah. he what he said was turning the T's into D's, which right. isn't what Americans do. Twitter, it, Twitter no, I, is different from Twitter. I, I pronounce
2: it in a way that no one in America really does or no one in Britain. I've ended up with some sort of
0: odd some
1: un, unholy.
0: chimera. Yeah. Chimera? How do you say it again? <laughs> shimra. Say the word. Uh Twitter. See that's different. Yeah. no, and that's between both of them.
2: That's, that's the, almost neither. like Boston. It's, it's yeah, you've got like, a little bit
1: of a of a U H at the end of that. That's got a that's got a Boston to it. Yeah. So
2: so thank you, Simon, and also fuck you, but nah. thank you very much, and also particularly for donating twice because he he's had a ten ster- ten pounds sterling minus a pound for every time oh Matt God. drops tea. He's like okay. fucked up and did it in dollars, so then repeated it again in the dollar equivalent in pounds.
3: He's like a he's like your Higgins.
2: Yeah, <laughs> and also. <laughs> so thanks simon he's
3: getting you ready for a masterful ball <laughs> where you won't embarrass him with your provincial hybrid <laughs> dialect
2: um also while we're talking about pronunciations because the uh, the final uh donor to thank uh is someone who has been going through our shows from the beginning um he won't hear this conversation probably for another couple of months but we're getting like we're is getting he a in ca- prison.
0: No, he, start- he just doesn't want to leap ahead, so he'll yeah. email in questions about an episode from 2013,
2: and it's kind of fun because yeah. we're occasionally getting like, like, oh yeah, that is a thing we talked about. So thank you, uh, future mis- um, So here we go. He sent the most confusing pronunciation guide to his name um, because uh, it's spelled. Should we say how it's spelled first, or not? Yeah, let's do that. Yes. So
1: we can take a stab at it. So we can play along at home.
2: Spelled I D R I S is the first name, okay. and then the last name is G- uh, G-U-Y-T-O-N. Uh, so, and and he says to pronounce the last name to rhymes with uh, heighten would be correct and acceptable. Um, but then for the first name, uh, he says the, the second syllable rhymes with Greece or peace, but then the first syllable, he said, is the same as the actor, Mr. Elba. So I was like, I then went online to look up exactly how you pronounce that it seems no, no one, one knows there is <laughs> there it is
3: sounds like, like a batman villain yeah riddle like yeah. it sounds like we have to figure out how to say his name or we will all be decapitated
2: literally the main syllable in there that we don't know how to pronounce is also the one that other people don't know how to pronounce because like yeah. varying people seem i looked online like how do you pronounce uh mr elba's right. first name the actor and there's like three different articles of like people pronounce his name wrong. It actually is, and all of them have a different, right. a different <laughs> be, version. Is there a clip
3: e- of him saying his own name? E- That's what I can't find.
2: I, basically, I tried to find that and I can't find it. But it's either, uh, yeah, either Idris, Idris, or Idris. Right. Um. So in this case, either Idris, Idris, or Idris. Or, or Idris, Idris, and you also Idris.
0: change which accent you. Yeah, which yeah. syllable you accented Each of those times
2: so Either way those Thank you very much For your donation And for letting us know uh, <laughs> Letting us Reminding us What we talked about Three years ago Back when Brooks was on the show And sad I, and was he also, actually,
1: I was particularly funny on an episode in 2013
2: so oh, he's, he's got that coming up right now
1: that was actually the apex of my Probably it's Science career
2: golden years
1: of TJ yeah that's when I was at my sharpest
2: huh. you can donate at probably science.com. you can also find our Amazon shopping link if you're purchasing anything through that website go through our link first cost you no extra we get a little kickback uh, and also the other way you can help us which I know many of you do is by spreading the word telling your friends tweeting Facebooking uh, doing all that kind of thing so we appreciate that we got time for one or two extra yeah. little stories, well, there's a, right?
0: There's a fun thing that Daniel, who was talking about his friend's monkey, also sent in as an afterthought, saying this isn't very sciencey, but I think it is, and it involves a hot new gaming system. Oh yeah! Any of you guys pick up a Nintendo um, I, Switch? I don't have yeah. a Switch yet. I'm Switchless for now. Everyone's losing their minds over that Zelda game. Yeah.
3: I just uh, I just worked an event for the Kids Choice Awards, and Nintendo had a whole setup of Switches.
1: Yeah.
0: It does seem cool. I don't really care about That's the part. Did you <laughs> can take Grubby little you. hands on
1: one? Did you did you play test it? No? Stupid okay. hands stay yeah, far away right. from them.
0: If there was like a cheaper version that was just the console to stay at home, so I wouldn't be tempted to like I don't want to take it with me, but I want to play that game. I guess.
2: So apparently, yeah, the, to keep it out of kids' mouths, uh, Nintendo has been treating it with it meaning the game cartridges, which the are these card. tiny SD card size things.
1: Like they're they're like the size of a very small turtle.
3: Yeah. I was yeah. just... I was <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my God. I'm sorry. I was going to say they were going to make it out of... Or they should give the same thing to turtles. To so turtles.
1: That would...
2: Yep. So they... Yeah. uh will call yours it time. Was, Yours was better.
3: Yeah.
2: So now they're, they're treating it with this uh, chemical... Um, this non-toxic bittering agent, denatonium benzoate. Um, so obviously now the thing that people are doing is putting themselves on YouTube, licking these cartridges... Um it's used normally in things like antifreezes and rat poisons and household cleaners and used to denature alcohol yeah. so people don't try to chug rubbing alcohol. And uh, also
1: applied to kids' nails to stop them from biting them. I was gonna say, isn't it or or put on your thumb to stop you from sucking yeah, your thumb. Yeah. Right?
3: I feel but if you're if you've consumed antifreeze or rat poison to the point where it's affecting you, how it tastes you're in too deep.
1: <laughs> like, if you're, it's too if you're, late. If your little buds have become activated, yeah.
3: And also, you're eating rat poison and antifreeze. You're not consuming it.
1: Well, they do it intentionally with because antifreeze has a natural I it was sweet. Yeah, because cats that's love it, That's right? why they had to add this to not okay. have kids drink it.
2: Uh, Daniel also adds um, that he, uh, he saw a thing mentioning that it is used as an aversive agent for veterinary uses, such as to prevent cannibalism in pigs. Uh, and he adds oh. so I guess that's the thing I get to know exists now <laughs> <laughs> bearing the lead so thanks Daniel for that
0: um,
3: I think that's great
0: but you can find uh, we'll link to the story that also embeds a bunch of people's
2: Twitter videos of themselves licking these cartridges well I'd like to do this other story as well while we're on the subject of mater- it's been sure. quite a material science heavy episode today but um, BPA free bottles may have another harmful chemical oh boy uh. Right. You can't eat bread, you can't use bottles. So, um uh an unintended consequence potentially. A compound called BPA is being phased out of plastic packaging due to fears it may disrupt our hormones. Like you quite often see that on bottles like BPA free packaging, whatever. Uh by it's uh bisphenol A is often found in disposable water bottles and baby milk bottles and caps. Small amounts of it can dissolve into the food and drink inside these containers. That's a concern. Because a host of studies have shown that BPA can mimic the actions of oestrogen, binding to the same receptor in the body. Uh, that's the
0: BPA a, is the P. Is that is it's, the put, it's phthalates? Um, Those things are bis, different. No, bisphenol. it's
2: is it? It says yeah, but bi, oh. bi, bisphenol bisphenol A. Um, are phthalates also still a problem? I used to hear I, about phthalates. pH. I don't know. That might be the same thing. Okay. I'm not sure. Yeah. Chemist in the listening listener sphere, please let us know. Uh, Oestrogen is normally involved in breast development, regulating periods, and maintaining pregnancies. Animals exposed to BPA develop abnormal reproductive systems, but it is unclear if people are exposed to high enough doses to be affected. Due to public pressure and bans in a few countries, many manufacturers have started replacing BPA. One substitute, fluorine-9-bisphenol, or BHPF, is already widely used in a variety of materials. But Yang Hu of... Peking University and her team have found that BHPF also binds to the body's estrogen receptors. Unlike BPA, it does this without stimulating them and inst- instead of blocking their normal activity. In tests on female mice, BHPF caused the animals to have smaller wombs and smaller pups than controls, and in some cases, miscarriages. Hmm. If BHPF binds to the same receptors in humans, it has the potential to cause fertility problems. That's pretty scary says Frederick von Sal of the University of Missouri. As food and drink containers don't usually reveal detailed information about what they're made from, Hugh's team tested a variety of plastic bottles labeled BPA-free to see if they released BHPF into hot water stored inside, as heat encourages such compounds to dissolve. They found the compound was released from 23 of the 52 items tested, including all three babies' bottles they examined. Oh, great. Brilliant, right? When they took blood samples from 100 college students who regularly drank water from plastic bottles, Hugh's team detected low levels of BHPF in seven people. It's unknown if the compound came from their drinking water, as there are many materials containing BHPF in the environment, nor if that would be high enough to cause harm, but Vomsal says even low levels could in theory disrupt our hormonal system. Vomsal says he tries to use plastic as little as possible, and avoids putting plastic containers in the microwave or dishwasher as they degrade under heat. I'm wondering about that. I always have bottles of water in my car, and cars Uh, in LA can get ridiculously hot. Yeah, I
3: think about that a lot, because I I like to keep like a jug of water in every car, because I'm worried I'll be in a car during an earthquake, and I'll need a water source. In which case, I suppose my a smaller concern at that point would be <laughs> whether or not there's, there's yeah. some kind of a whether, whether extra not your chemical... or estrogen receptors are yeah. being right. about, Yeah. A-
1: of, of potential smaller womb. So
3: I think I just solved my own yeah. problem. <laughs> yeah, really talked a way yeah, through yeah, it. Yep.
2: Yeah, Thanks. I think, like, immediate dehydration <laughs> in an earthquake situation pinned, is I a, always imagine-
3: pinned
0: underneath an upturn. That's, I'm literally like... Well, like- will my children have deformed? Like- <laughs> yeah.
2: I might have slightly disrupted periods if yeah, I survive yeah. this.
3: If I'm not stuck in my car under a crumbled overpass for the next <laughs> yeah. 20 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So With- basically...
2: It
0: was
1: exactly. like a 13 percent higher chance of developing type two diabetes. Mm-hmm. It does seem like there's a fine line. All these things, it's like, uh, yeah, yeah. it's OCD. pretty subtle compared right. to what the alternatives are.
0: But basically, all these things are uh, that are coming out are just everything you, every, everyone you know in LA. The things they do are bad for them, like drinking lots of bottled water and eating gluten free food. Like yep. all the things that you, health nuts mm-hmm. are doing are not good.
3: Are eggs okay?
0: If eggs aren't okay, I'm fucking dead. I've I heard like that's...
3: I've heard someone say eggs aren't all right, and I hate that. That's yeah,
0: ninety percent of my protein in yeah. a day. I think. Yeah,
3: great. They're a good food source. Anyway, as long as eggs are fine. Yeah.
0: And until we talk about a story of them not being fine, they
2: are. I <laughs> feel like I they have, that I would, they've would,
3: been touched the least, though. Like dairy, no one can agree on. Gluten free.
2: When I was growing up, eggs were a big thing because there was um, uh, there was the there was a salmonella health scare. Yeah. And then Edwina Curry, who was then the health secretary I'm going to say or she was some she was some I, minister in the government said publicly that eggs are dangerous and then oh boy and it uh you you were is it just saying raw, raw that,
0: eggs Sorry,
3: Yeah you oh. you shouldn't No eat I just raw love the way eggs. Matt was
1: saying that sentence as if one of us was going to jump in with he was sort of like she was the health secretary i want to say oh, yeah. as if someone else in this room was like yes in britain in 1987 the health secretary well. was
3: yeah. i have trading cards of yeah. british, <laughs> yeah. uh, british public great, health put, workers she put up great in stats the eighties
2: yeah, yeah, like uh, yeah. she ate she,
0: charisma and um, yeah.
2: <laughs> she was a shitty i mean she still is a shitty person she was junior health minister Among her comments over the next two years were, despite her not being religious, that good Christian people don't get AIDS, Mm. that old people who couldn't afford their heating bills should wrap up warm in winter, and that northerners die of ignorance and chips. she was forced to resign in December ni- 1988 after she issued a warning about salmonella and British eggs. The statement that most of the egg production in this country is sadly now affected with salmonella sparked outrage amongst farmers and egg producers and caused egg sales in the country to decline rapidly by 60%. This loss of revenue led to the slaughter of 4 million hens. Although the statement was widely reter- re- interpreted as referring to most eggs produced, in fact referred to the egg production flock, there was indeed evidence that a mid-80s Regulation change had allowed Salmonella to get hold in flock. However, she failed to clarify this distinction.
3: I feel like she would be in favor of all of my put them on an island ideas. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah.
1: She you, she went yeah. to the Phoebe Bottom School of International Diplomacy
3: <laughs> an and analogies. And
1: analogies. Well, and analogies.
3: Hang on, this whole story, I
2: hadn't realized the whole story. So there was a particular anger in Northern Ireland. Uh, I only vaguely remember this because I was a kid at the time. There was a particular anger in Northern Ireland where egg production is a significant part of the economy. At the Christmas party of the Industrial Development Board for Northern Ireland that year, the, the featured dish was curried eggs. To make amends, in 1990, she began the National Egg Awareness Campaign. Oh my God. This controversy led to her gaining the nickname Weener. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna, it! I was going to say clock but that's yeah. fine <laughs> Long after this died down, in two thousand and one, it was revealed that a covered-up Whitehall report, produced months uh, months after her resignation, found that there had been a salmonella epidemic of considerable proportions.
3: What a what big a egg twist. is
0: Trying to keep you from
2: finding out about that.
3: I want to see that movie. I want to uh, see Christian like the Bale. For- yeah, where it's like Christian Bale's an investigative reporter in. England and the The Daily 80s. Telegraph or
1: whatever the, whatever the hell those weird ass the, newspapers are called. Yep, trying yeah. to
3: get to the bottom of this I'm going to crack this wide open. Ah, <laughs>
2: hey, hey now. Hey. Uh,
3: you, ha- you have to be yoking, <laughs> is, <the name laughs> right. is the name of the movie. Oh,
1: by the way, this
0: reminds me hey, grouped, Surely
3: you
1: must be yoking. Oh, it
3: was focus grouped so poorly.
0: Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Oh. Um, this brings me of one more thing related to the misconceptions about what is and isn't uh, good for you urine is sterile is a thing that we keep repeating in this podcast But I guess we're full of shit can't
3: drink urine out of plastic no. bottles anymore
0: <laughs> a listener who is an actual um, person working in the related field I, I guess wait, I'm not sure what M-I-S-C-T-R-S-C-I means in his if you've got that many letters after your name I assume you have a graduate degree that's impressive is that a masked mi- this is Mark McIntosh, Mark McIntosh said the story right?
2: okay oh hang on uh, yeah he's at University of Sheffield in
0: the Chemical and Biological Engineering School so it's got to be something related to that Um, and he was reading an article in New Scientist that was just uh, from last week about the possible effects of of consuming certain liquids he was reminded of our last podcast where there may have been some encouragement to pee in a pool or even into a martini because urine is sterile (laughs) Uh, the article superfluids in that issue notes that the myth that urine is perfectly sterile is just that a myth. It goes on to say that one compound in urine is phosphorus, a possible cardiac toxin. The article also finished with the line: "Urine is waste, not medicine. Stop drinking your urine." <laughs> 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 Mic drop.
2: Damn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the the uh, the first bit is, uh, the, is a is member of the Institute of Science and Technology.
3: Has anybody has anyone member, had a heart oh, okay. attack because of all the urine they've?
1: Yeah, then Consum- apparently it's a cardiac.
3: And also, maybe, maybe that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we don't need. That's it.
0: the
1: right outcome. We
0: Which don't does, need does the other island pee drinkers also have the people who don't get vaccines?
3: They're like connected by a bridge. It's an
0: archipelago where yeah. it's like <laughs> they can visit each other, but they're supposed to stick to their they're, own.
3: They're, it's like the it's like the EU. Okay. they have they're able to Same like currency, visit but, exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. You don't need, like, a new passport Favorite between status. going, like, the piss drinkers mm-hmm. and the gluten-free anti-vax. Yeah. I think this so is... The people who can't you're really get really going
2: at- to get into excessive piss drinking to reach that point. Yeah. <laughs> but mean, it's also, like, if you're stuck on if you're stuck under the car in the earthquake thing, like, distill your piss. Like, you need oh, to you need to be... So you need to believe to you const- me, I will.
1: Construct a, a rudimentary Wait,
3: still. Wait, if you make a I will still, do that before I, I drink. think drinking
0: your piss is totally fine. I don't think those chemicals would evaporate along with Well, well no,
2: you need to evaporate it off so right. you can evaporate with. can evaporate into the air. Water to... Dissolved substances
0: Right Wouldn't it be all water Or is it possible Some of those substances Can dissolve with With Can evaporate
2: water, with Can evaporate into the air With the uh... It might take a little bit But so I think you, you mostly I think you, you mostly Lose like the uric acid And yeah. some of the other stuff So, so you if you
3: drink with... pee with ice You should be fine Because no, it'll it's dilute not it
0: that word No I mean mm-hmm. like a still Where like you have it evaporating And oh, then collect oh, oh, it above
3: Oh it. I got it Yeah I thought you just meant like
0: So make your pistils Adding some water Did You just it. meant like shaking
1: or stirred Yeah
2: Piss Uh, on
3: the rocks. (laughs) Hey,
2: uh, Phoebe. Yeah. With you. Where can our listeners find out more about you and your work?
3: Oh, hey. How about uh, Twitter's a place. Mm -hmm. Uh, Phoebe Bottoms, just at Phoebe Bottoms on any social media platform. Because apparently, there's no one else with my name. Uh, So it's pretty easy to just look for me on the internet and do what you will with it. Mm -hmm. You Uh, can also check out Comedy Palace LA, which is a show that I do every Thursday.
2: Which is a show that was set up by Andy. And it just sure mentioned it on the I do
3: nothing on it
0: and you do everything, so I don't want to take any credit anymore. But yeah.
2: That's a great show. It's a weekly free show above a Chinese restaurant in LA and it always has good people on and it's always... Good. I love doing that show. It's well, fun. Well,
3: thank you. I'm, uh, I'm glad that everyone... Someone's
1: is. sniffing around for a booking. Someone's already <laughs> got a booking. <laughs> hey, hey,
2: hey. TJ Chambers, where can uh, our listeners find you? At TJ Chambers
1: LA on every platform. Uh... You can spot me. If those goes up soon, I'll be in London next week performing at the Phoenix on Monday the 20th. Oh, all Yes, exactly. Uh, and at the end of this month, I will be at WonderCon Anaheim popping around. So if you're a nerd oh. and you're down there, come find me. High five, say hi. Uh,
2: you can find all four of us in Portland at the Bridgetown Comedy Festival at you the sure beginning can. of May so Portlanders I know we uh, come down there I think we'll be doing a live probably science up there and we'll also we be doing various stand-up shows
0: it will and be
3: a lot of fun
0: you can go to BridgetownComedy.com to see the lineup the shows um, and we're going to be announcing there's probably going to be another five or six people that you'll be excited about that'll be added to the mix oh in coming weeks but we already have you know Janine Garofalo Eugene Merman um, lots of very funny people good names it's a good
1: it's a good, good looking year plenty of yeah, friends
0: of the, friends first the time show we've had a bunch of those uh, we haven't had Eugene Merman before um, let me just glance at we just confirmed uh, uh, um, I can't remember uh, I'll just start listing off a few names just in case you know these people which you should Andy Kimler, Karen Kilgareff Jackie Cation Baron Vaughn Matt Bronger Ian Carmel Guy Branham Marcelo Arguello Kevin Avery, Liza Skinner, you know, the great
2: people. Many of You've these are past the uh, probably science guests yeah. as well. Um, and also, speaking of past probably science guests, and we mentioned this as well, both TJ and I are in uh, the movie Punching Henry, which is available on Amazon and iTunes, All various
1: your VOD platforms, yeah.
2: Yeah, you can, you can get that now. It's super funny. Um, we have uh, small parts in it, but larger parts are played by, for example, Oscar winner J.K. Simmons mm-hmm. and Sarah Silverman, Sarah Silverman, Doug Stanhope, got Mike, Mike Judge. Judge
1: popping up in there. Yeah, great cast. Mm. Good movie. Funny. Check Tick it out.
2: Mataro is awesome in it. She's terrific in it, yeah. So, yeah, um, and Henry's hilarious. Uh, listeners to the show might know Henry. I think we're going to try and get him on as well in an upcoming episode again. But yeah. Uh, oh, oh
0: and one more thing. Uh, I put this. I put this out in time. I think I will. Uh, Sunday, tomorrow, March nineteenth. I'll be at the Virgil eight o'clock uh, on competitive erotic. Me fan too. Fiction.
2: As will Phoebe. Yes. All
0: right. Come see us.
1: Right. There are only five comedians in all of Los Angeles, <laughs> and we're, we're we're in this room right now. We do everything together, you guys. We're uh, a
3: real. A lot of R- squad crew. goals. Yeah, yeah.
2: Go go to all of those. Uh, if Donate at PropertyScience.com. Use our Amazon shopping link. Um, subscribe if you're not already subscribing. Write nice things about us on iTunes and Stitcher and all your various podcast listeners' things of choice. Be nice to each other. Have fun. TJ and Phoebe, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks, thanks, so thanks so much, guys.